What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Grace's Space with Hannah. Um, because I'm in her room. Yeah, and the only person that knows that is Nick right now. Yeah. Um. Hi. So, hi, Nick. How hi, are Nick. you? Um. If you subscribe, then you will get to see Hannah's room. Um. You'll get to see the frog. And her. <laughs> I thought this would be heavier. No, it's so light. It's like it's very squishy. Weird. Yes. Okay. My sister so, got it at Michael's. Wow. Yeah, I know. I didn't know Michael sold giant frogs. Desk they frogs. They sell desk frogs. Desk, yeah. Desk frogs. Desk frogs. That is beautiful. So anyway, today, our pop tart. I thought we would go with a little summery vibe. So we have the tropical mango pop tart. Which of course is no longer available. Of course. Um, but here it is. Okay. So it needs to have frosting. Yeah. The first thing about it, when I first like I just looked it up a couple minutes ago and I was like, why is this not frosted? Yeah, no, it needs to like actually be frosted instead of just like a drizzle. Right. There's a little swiggly line. Like I feel like mango frosting would probably be good. Right. And like I like fake mango flavor. Like I love like the mango dum dum. So I honestly oh. would probably like this, even though it feels like a pop tart flavor that shouldn't exist. Yeah, I feel like mango flavor doesn't go well with pie crust flavor. But I still, I still think I would, I would buy it to eat it. Like, but not with my I don't own money. I think I would like a warm mango. Like if you toasted it. Oh, that's true. But I don't always toast. I don't always toast it. Yeah, I toast them if I'm home. If I'm not, then obviously they're yeah. toasted. Or if they go in my ice cream, then they're not toasted. Yeah. Oh, mango that pop would tart be, ice cream. That would be good in my ice cream. Pop tarts, mm. if you're listening, bring it back. And I can make a mango ice cream. Except I probably couldn't because I can't have mango. Well, this isn't real mango. Yeah, but what would I make the ice cream flavored mango with? They don't make mango protein powder. That is a good point. Like mango strawberry. That would be good. Probably good yeah. yeah. Guys, I made strawberry Pop-Tart <laughs> ice cream last week. And it was literally, this was the best one I made so far. <laughs> it was life-changing. It was incredible. Oh my God. Um, it was so beautiful. I used the whole grain strawberry Pop-Tart, which Hannah sent to me. Back yeah. When she was in California when she was in LA. LA. Uh, yeah, no, if you guys are ever in Boston and you stay at this one hotel, they do have um, strawberry, whole grain strawberry Pop-Tarts that you can um, purchase. And um, sometimes like you're given a voucher of like 25 hotel dollars. So I just bought all the Pop-Tarts I could with like the hotel dollars. And it was really beautiful. Um, yeah, I just wish they had the cinnamon ones because those are literally my favorite ever. Uh, but they don't, they didn't at least. Um, so yeah, next time I go to Boston, if I ever stay there, which I probably won't, um, I will be buying as many Pop-Tarts as my hotel dollars can give me. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be really sad when I run out of the whole grain pop, strawberry Pop-Tarts. I'll be so sad for you. I need to find them somewhere. I think you can get them on Amazon, oh, but they're like they're $50. Expensive. Yeah, they're really expensive. Yeah, I don't have that type of funds. Maybe if more of you subscribed. If someone other than Nick. The, okay, the reason is I why I'm not subscribing is, is because, because you don't I don't want to see Jax. Jax. That's understandable. Yeah. If I have to see him every day, though, so do you. If you're a to. real podcast um, fan. I am. Do you know, I've, I've been on, 
I you got bit by Jax in Jax person. fucking killed me. Like, I'm dead because of him. He, he murdered me. So, yeah, I'm not a fan. Most people aren't. Um, there's a couple fans of him. Mr. Scoring, Nick. Um, the one uh, guy who worked on our kitchen when we redid it, he was a fan of Jax. Yeah, the only haters of Luke and Lily are... Is actually, I think it's just I think it's just my grandmother, and then like the local dogs that Lily barks at. My grandma just hates Luke and Lily, um, because she doesn't know what to do with them. That's so sad. Yeah, my grandma hates Jax. Good. She likes my other dog, and she loved she loved my other dog. They were they were buddies. Um, she's she watches our dogs when we go on vacation, and she used to just like stay at our house and do it. Um, but now she won't because of Jags. <laughs> so that is so valid. She'll just come over to let them out and then go back home. No, my grandma just like doesn't know what to do with animals, like period. Like my mom and her sisters had pets growing up, but like it was like birds and like one cat that like the story I was told was the cat peed on a pillow and then died. <laughs> it was a story. The cat was so cute. I forgot the cat's name, but it was it was something like Vivian or some shit. So cute, like a little baby. But yeah, my grandma didn't like our other dogs, even though the one that was really sweet and mellow and um, not insane, like um, our other other dog was. Did she like Sushi the cat? Um, she never really got to hang around Sushi the cat because Sushi the Sushi hated um everyone besides me and my mom. Um, she loved my mom the most, and she would sleep on her head every night. Um, and my mom is allergic to cats. Um, so like it wasn't always the best for her, but like she didn't care because I was her PB. But yeah. If Mochi sleeps in my room, he'll sleep on my head. He'll like sleep like on like on top of my head. No, if I with Lily did that, I think I would die because she's like 60 pounds. Um, and if Luke did that, I would also die because I am allergic to cats a little bit. Um, yeah. My sister and I wanted to go to the animal shelter just like to play with the cats in the cat room. And I was like, oh fuck, I'm allergic. Like I can yeah, deal with Luke. But not like a bunch not of cats. A I don't know. Of cats in a room full of cat hair. Right. Yeah. Moshi is nine pounds and hypoallergenic. So. So he's so tiny. He is so small. Luke weighs more than him. Like we have a baby Yoda squishmallow. Um, for some reason it lives on our yes yes um, you do. main floor couch. Um, and Mochi always just late. He curled up on top of it and he looks so tiny on the squishmallow such a baby i think luke would love squishmallows see he loves to make muffins so he'd have a great time with them i have quite a uh, quite a few lily would probably like my peanut butter one because it's a peanut butter and she loves peanut butter i also love peanut butter yeah. i need to buy more I love i'm running out your expensive peanut butter yeah i get the cheap stuff because i like it I skippy like natural crunchy mm. yeah crunchy the one I have right now has like nutter butters and like um white chocolate chips in it. And then Fancy. I have almond butters. One of them is blueberry cheesecake flavored. Um, and the other one has like Oreos and sprinkles in it. I I do not like almond butter. I think it's like too like like it sticks like your mouth like your mouth is like. See, I feel better. like peanut butter is actually stickier. Okay, interesting. Maybe it depends on the brand. Yeah, because I feel like Skippy is like fine and normal. But like, because I, I don't do like the organic stuff. Oh, I don't like. I don't like the. Ones. Yeah, I don't like the texture of it. Oh, then they're the on um, the natural ones are all sticky. Yeah. Skippy natural is they just like don't have as many, not as processed, but like it really truly tastes the same to me. But 
I feel healthier when I eat. <laughs> this is natural. So I just like the fun ones. They bring some variety into the same four meals I eat every single day. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't mess with perfection. Strawberry jam, crunchy peanut butter, bread. Beautiful. Trader Joe's gluten-free English muffin. Other half of the Trader Joe's gluten-free English muffin. One of them has fun peanut butter and one of them has fun almond butter. And then I have a fun snack. I eat the two halves separate though. Like a open face yeah. and fish. Yeah. You don't want to mix the no the butters. Have you ever had sun butter? I've not. It's actually pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, anyway. Um <laughs> so Asian champs <laughs> happened this week. Yes, they and did. they they were really they were truly beautiful. Um they were so beautiful. Um so the reason why Philippines didn't qualify to Worlds is because Kyle said that he wanted the Philippines to qualify to Worlds. And so it's all his fault. Well, I wanted Taiwan anyway. So... I mean, we're getting local at Worlds anyway. Right, we're not getting Emma Mal- We're not getting Emma Mother Buyo at Worlds. But she could go to Asian Games. I know, but I want her to go to Worlds. Because like like a little UCLA reunion with Jordan. Oh. Like, that's cute. They can reunite. Oh no, she's not going to reunite. Never mind. So, um, we'll start with the men's side because we're watching the man. Yeah, we're watching the man, and the man is Carlos Ulo. And his Gorgina front layout. Oh my god! Like I know we talked about it too much already on Twitter, but there's never too much for that. As the is- commentator said. A little extra sauce on that front layout. That was extra. <laughs> it was extra sauce. It was um a gorgeous um homemade tomato sauce, I think. Ooh. Yeah. Or maybe like a vodka sauce. I yeah, think, I was yeah. gonna say a vodka sauce because yeah. it just adds a little right. Yeah, it's a little sauce. there's a little something. Yeah, yeah definitely. What's your what's your guys' favorite sauce? Please let us know. See, I I really used to like pesto. Um, have you ever Trader Joe's vegan pesto? It I can so no longer good. eat pesto. Bye. Garlic. Oh, yeah. Oh, this one doesn't have a lot of garlic. It doesn't really irritate. I wonder what's in it. I'll it's like look. kale and stuff. There's not a lot of fiber in it, even though it does have kale. Yeah, sometimes so the oil, though, because it's a lot of oil. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Yeah. Um, it really yeah. isn't as oily, though. Interesting. Is regular pesto not vegan? Yeah, because it has a uh, parmesan in it. Oh, yeah. Well, if there's no parmesan in the vegan one, then what's the point? I don't know. It just tastes like it, I don't know. You, I add my own parm. So, like I add right. my own parm anyway. I should add like, my own parm anyway because I add so much parm in general. I actually don't even know if I can eat pasta. I haven't tried it yet. Oh my god! I Literally. need to though before I go to Italy because Italia scrumptious ah because I need to like. Because I didn't, like, test everything. Because, like, the only way I know, like, one of the only ways I know if I can have stuff is, like, I just have to try it and see. Um, And, like, after I, like, got tested most of the stuff, I kind of was just like, okay, whatever. I'll eat the same four meals every day because I like them and I that's fine. And I just never ended up testing pasta. Huh. But before I leave, I need to, like, figure out what meals I can have because I can't cook any of my usual stuff. So. True will be interesting. Yeah. Um, I know I can have bread and cheese. So if okay. all, all you meals, need. I can eat bread and cheese in Europe for two weeks. That's kind of what I did when I was in France. <laughs> like just bread and cheese and jam. I mean, can you go wrong? No. no not at all. Then I get a good Italian parm. Italian. I love Parmesan cheese. Italia. 
I, farm is so beautiful. Like since I was a small child, um, like I was, I was, I guess like I didn't like eat that much as a small toddler infant, but the one thing they could always get me to eat was just like a spoonful of Parmesan cheese. See, I ate everything. Like it was, yeah, I was not a picky eater. I had and now acid I can't reflux. Eat. And now I still have acid reflux. Now I just have another, now I have a stomach thing. I can't eat a lot of stuff. But you know what I can eat? Sushi. Which we're getting tonight. I'm so excited. You know, I think we, we got it like last Sunday or Monday or something. And my sister got the roll I was telling you about. I was like, do you know who would love that? Real crowd with Real crowd. salmon. Oh, oh my God. God. No, it's really good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> oh my God. This so is not a podcast about gymnastics. This is a podcast about sushi and peanut butter. <laughs> the fuck is calling me? Okay. This is a podcast about whatever Grace and Hannah feel like talking about. Because I'm basically the co-host now. So yeah. sorry to if you hate me. Um, um, which you don't. Except for if you're Kyle, but that's fine because the feeling is mutual. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for um all around, the winner was Oka Shinosuke, which I I said um last time I like haven't seen him internationally since like Junior Worlds. It was because he tore. His, was, was he this the guy was this small? He's a okay. little guy. No, this whole podium was like little guys. Just little guys. Him and then um Carlos Yulo. Um, but we hadn't seen him since like junior worlds and he was like really good there yeah and so I was like where'd he go apparently he had torn his Achilles or not his Achilles his ACL um so I didn't know those were different things until like a few years ago (laughs) so that makes sense why he's been gone but he slayed um he's a little he's a little guy (laughs) yeah but it like it worked out because then Carlos Yulo was second so they looked like normal on the podium oh my god the first time Carlos has ever looked like a normal height on a podium I love you so tiny. He's so, He's small. so small. He's so small. <laughs> and then Kitazono Takeru was third. There were no Chinese men on the podium, but they were fourth and fifth. Um, I actually do need to see how tall Yulo is. And Lee Chikai was 10th because he um, had a rough, a rough yeah, day. He's 4'11". That's my my brother is half an inch taller than Carlos Yulo, and my brother is 4'11 four, four and a half. <laughs> And my, my brother is the smallest child in his, in his like eighth grade class, I think, or like the second smallest. Everyone else is taller than him. Yeah, so Nishikai <laughs> had a rough, a rough day. Um, Taiwan had a rough day, and I really, yeah, um, wouldn't like to talk about it. That's okay. We won't have to talk about it because we thought they were gonna qualify, and they yeah. didn't. At least Nishikai is going to worlds, but. This means they can't go to the Olympics. And then um, Tang Chia Hung, he's injured right now, but now he can't go to Worlds. So his only path to the Olympics is either Asian Champs next year or World Cups. I feel like people are forgetting about Asian Champs next year. It will be there next year, but it's like only like two people I think will qualify. And then there's also the possibility of Russia being there. So that might be that happens. I'm literally gonna kill myself or someone else. Like Russia, like for whatever Russia is should be banned from international competition, but having them compete at only Asian championships is so weird. And I know that a lot of the country or like some of the country is in Asia, but it is like that's like the unlivable part of the country, right? Like no, yeah, you're not like it's like like Australia competing in Eurovision. It's like no, not really, but no. 
like I get like yeah you guys were like colonized by Europeans but like I don't know I know there's a reason why they are in Eurovision but I I don't know anything about Eurovision I just know from what gay people on Twitter say I know Nick likes it yeah yeah so the team um podium was China Japan and then Kazakhstan surprised us we did not preview Kazakhstan because we did not expect this um and we're also just I I don't know like that much about the men like Literally, I try but there's only so much my brain can hold the really the only thing I know about Kazakhstan is uh Borat which is um Dylan Kolak's favorite movie to quote um yeah uh met Dylan Kolak I told one of my coworkers about him him having his passport there. She thought it was really funny. <laughs> so um yeah. I saw his lats in person. It was crazy. He really is not like a trap. It's fucking odd. Like my traps are nothing like he's like, my traps are nothing compared to what that is why. It's trying crazy. He's so small. He was shirtless. He's got crazy lat insertion. Because, like, they can kind of insert, like, anywhere on your back. Like, some people, they, like, start here, and then his are, like, all the way down it's... in his hips. So, it's, like, he's very triangular. Yeah. Like, he's, like, a piece of pizza. It's, like, a piece Scrumptious of pizza. Scrumptious ah! Scrumptious ah! No, he's literally a piece of deep dish pizza. Like <laughs> From Giordano's? From Giordano's and out. Lumanati's. Lumanati's is ass. Yeah. This, take it from two real Chicago girls. Asha girls. Lumanati's sucks giordano's is the best pizza it is life-changing it is so good the crust it's is incredible when i was a small child my parents would get giordano's i would just beg for the- i would be like jacks i would be begging for pizza wait crust. no no next time you're- we have to go to vicino's which is coincidentally right near where this week you're going to eat pizza true but they, my i don't really love deep dish my mom loves their deep dish i was such a deep dish girl like the only pizza i liked was like when i could eat pizza it was like giordano's and then like domino's i don't ew domino's is not real food it's so gross garbage domino's no like the no garlic parmesan bites I I can't like <laughs> I don't I don't know like Domino's no I sorry I'm I like I'm a Vicino's hashtag girl like I love Vicino's the pizza place I worked at was actually like okay but it, like the cheese just like did not agree with me no matter what and vegan cheese is literally glue when you melt it it's just it's disgusting I wouldn't um, uh, I don't agree with vegan cheese yeah I I don't either um and like I understand why people are vegan but like cheese is just so like, it's important it's important to our society it's important to italia mm-hmm. it's important to survival um, survival yeah yeah take it from someone who has like had three jobs in the cheese sector the cheese industry the cheese industry hashtag parmigian hashtag industry, industry. <laughs> yeah so anyway um <laughs> kazakhstan surprised us and they did have a strong team there um which I just I just read right over it when we were previewing. So I apologize, but as I have this disclaimer, there's always a disclaimer. Um, I don't know that much about men's, but I try my best, and that's what matters. So, but for teams, um, China and Japan were already qualified, and then the it was actually three extra teams for men qualified. So why don't they do that for the hashtag girls? It's based off of 
So they did like the team qualification of worlds. They like based it off of previous years. Oh, that makes sense. Um, in order to like allot it to the different continents. Yeah. So like, I don't know, in 2018 or whatever, like three or 2019, I think um, three of the teams on the yes. men's side were from or four, no, five were from Asia. And then on the women's side, only four were from Asia. So that's how they based it off, which it makes sense. Um, but I will, Taiwan okay. should have qualified. The thing is, they should I, have just let Taiwan in. Right. That's me with the Philippines. Like, I sh- I feel like I should get to decide who qualifies to Worlds for women. I don't, for men, someone else can do it. I don't really care. I can do it. Okay. Grace can do hashtag man. I can do hashtag goal. Um, yeah. So I think that Phil- the Philippines should have qualified. Not over anyone else, but they should have just qualified in general. Just an extra qualification. Yeah. So Kazakhstan qualified and then South Korea and Uzbekistan, which was also a surprise. They really took advantage. They had a really good day. And then they also took advantage of Taiwan having really a not good day. Yeah. And it was the first team medal for Kazakhstan ever at Asian Champs. Really? Which is exciting. Wow. I mean, I guess that makes sense when it's like always like China, Japan, South Korea. Or like China, Japan, Taiwan, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the event finals were just so beautiful. Except for vault. Yeah, but... <laughs> it's vault. It's a men's vault final. It's a men's vault. Like, it's not supposed to be beautiful. It's, it's supposed, supposed to be... You, No one died? Cool. Like, men's vault final is just really... I really enjoy the men's vault final. It's all just... They just are doing... They're just trying not to die. They're just throwing skills. They're, like... It, they're doing crazy they just go crazy um they go stupid and it's very fun to they're watch. getting loco they are getting loco yeah the floor final we witnessed just something so glorious gorgina one might say yes it was like gorgina squared exactly so carlos yula won by nearly a full point with a 15.3 Damn. he stuck pretty much all his passes he did his full twisting double layout which he does like no one else does it like that is one of the best executed skills in gymnastics ever it's so it is so beautiful so, oh my like, god this is why it's called artistic gymnastics yeah and then he did the most artistic front layout I've ever seen oh my god no one's ever done it like that no one's done it like that no one it was incredible like he was so high off the ground it was and then he stuck it perfectly like sunk right into the ground like one of those really satisfying sticks where they fully absorb it it was beautiful I'm gonna watch it again after this it's so good it's so good um and then second place with a 14.366. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> was Dimitri uh, Patanin from Kazakhstan. And then third place was Su Weide from China. Sweet. Then Pommel Horse. Um, or when it was a, it was a close final. All the medalists scored above 15. That's and Lee Kai wasn't even in the final. Which I don't really want to talk anymore. Okay, he's about. an Olympic medalist. He's an Olympic, he's an Olympic medalist. medalist. He's an Olympic medalist. It's fine. Um, so first place was Kurbanov 
from Kazakhstan, which we know him. Yes. He's he's a goat. He's a pommel goat. And then um, Ahmad Abu from Jordan, who medaled at Worlds. I don't remember. Did he win? No, I think he got like he got, seven. He got a medal, and it was like Jordan's first medal at Worlds. And, and I was, remember because um, uh, oh my God, why can't I remember his name? Zach was going crazy on Twitter, and it was like, like I, I remember Zach's display name. Oh was yeah, about Jordan getting a medal. Yeah, 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 that was beautiful. Um, and then Ryota Sumura from Japan got third. So good pommel final. And then for rings. Um, Lan Xingyu from China got first by a lot with a 15.2 and it's just he's just he's so good and he can never make the major teams because what's his name why can't the other the other ring the one who does the neck crack oh I I don't know um why is that why am I blanking like there's, I know there's him a, and I love him um uh, I just need to uh make sure that I'm uh, uh talking to. Nope, it's not him. It's not him. That's the problem. No, I I. The thing is with me and Mag is I it don't know people's names. Like I've never forgotten his name before, and I don't know why I can't remember it. Hmm. Intermission while we uh find this out. <laughs> I'm so this is amazing I'm um, so mad because it's like right there and I can't think of it this is why we don't edit the podcast guys real raw real brain. real our brains are brain. just braining around listen, they're a little smooth right now but that's yeah, fine listen I almost passed out yesterday I'm still recovering my brain is still reforming Liu Yang, my God! Oh my God, him! Okay, wait. <laughs> oh my God, like like one of the rings guys. He is the ring. Like guy. it's crazy how much of a rings guy he is. Like he's the... literally the Olympic champion. Yeah, I know. He's the Olympic champion. I know. But he's like landing, launching you. Oh is, my God! He's so good at rings. But China literally has the rings guy. They have too many rings guys. Like it's the so, rings guy it's... of ever. So Lanshin, you never makes. Of ever. So he never makes any major teams, even though he could be like. Okay, I get Wang Hao and Yo Yo Hao confused because how, but they are different, famously. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we, we forgot the name of the main rings. Like I'm... like one of the rings guys of all time. Them both starting with L got me because yeah. I started thinking because I read uh Lashing You and then I couldn't think of any other L names. Yeah. Okay. So um I'm brain dead. Anyway. Smooth brain society. Yes. So Vault was really something. It was amazing. So Carlos was I think was first up and he had one really good vault and then one where he like kind of a hundred thousand and his knee was like so real down he was like yeah. totally on the ground you're like oh man it's over for him and then <laughs> it wasn't um one because everyone else fell except for one person who had too low of a d score to fill. yeah it was kind of like giving um tokyo uneven bars final um but if 
but it was like more fun right right because um we didn't feel depressed afterwards right and men's vault final it's just always you fun. can't feel depressed with the men's vault final because if no one dies that's a success because it's always just so crazy like men's vault is literally like if the french guy his leg went the wrong way in rio like that's obviously it wasn't in the finals but like that can happen and that's crazy so if no one does that i watched that happen um on a tv in a at a pizza place in uh um wherever in indiana um wherever uh the university Ew, of, indiana yeah indiana university Ew. is bloomington so yeah, yeah no it was awful like i'm i'm so sorry to like my dad went to indiana That's and like so i i like had a panic attack when i went to the campus because it was too big and it was too much and i saw the way he lived it was really damn bitch you live like this frat houses are crazy never go to a frat house unless you want to die of like like i don't know like toxic mold poisoning or whatever he, that, my dad didn't have a single glass of water when he was in college because he had a chocolate milk machine in the frat house. Milk machine? Yeah. So he had chocolate milk. Okay, I want a chocolate milk. Wait, do you remember Sweet Tomatoes? Oh, yeah. They had a chocolate milk machine. Oh, my God. R.I.P. Sweet Tomatoes. May your memory be a blessing. They had good shredded cheese. I'm trying to think about how we ended up here. Um, uh, me talking about uh, French oh, guys wait, me going the wrong way. Yeah, where are you watching? <laughs> Lily, it's okay. Lily just wanted to make her podcast debut. So if you heard her, she says hi. Um, she says she loves Carlos Ulo. Yeah, but she doesn't like gay people. She is homophobic. She's homophobic and asexual. As is her right. I support her. So then in second place on vault was Abdulaziz <laughs> Mirbalia. And third place was Kim Jae-ho. So they were Uzbekistan and Korea, respectively. And they both fell. Yeah. And then parallel bars, Carlos Yulo blessed us once again. Like, he is the most artistic gymnastics out there. Absolutely. Like, oh my god because he does it on so many different events like right. when you have like zoji one it's like his p bars right he does have really good rings as well yeah um but he tends to have like half of a shoulder at any given point so we don't see it as often yeah um and then archer davchan is really mostly his vault oh my it's god it's like incredible but it's like the one event but carlos yolo it's his vault it's his floor it's his parallel bars his execution it's just out of it's this world. just on another it's on a completely right. different level than every anyone else like just the attention to detail he puts in all of his skills like every single like body part is perfectly in place like it his, just makes sense his souk entries likes to gather the whole time so it's it's incredible oh my god i just i if really you, need i don't think i don't know anyone that doesn't like him because like how you can't you, like you if you watch his gymnastics and you're like i don't like that there's something wrong with you seek treatment if you watch his, a mental facility if you watch his gymnastics and don't like it you just don't like gymnastics right like at that point it's the wrong sport yeah like i feel like there's no other gymnast you could say that for like truly because like everything else is so like subjective but his gymnastics is objectively it's, gorgeous it's perfect yeah or I guess like Kyla Ross NCAA like if you don't think that is like nice to watch there's something wrong with her brain yeah but like but obviously like she obviously is not doing the difficulty that he does and he and no one does a front layout like him so god it's so it's it, so good it's so good 
And then I'll go. Hey, stop smiling. <laughs> He's the size of this frog. <laughs> It's the size of this frog. Nick, if you can see this frog, this is how tall Carlos Eulo is. Subscribe. To Subscribe to see the frog. And Jags. <laughs> and Okashinosuke was second by a little, just a little over a tenth. So it was a close final. Um, and Yin Dehang of China was third, again, by just a third of a point, a third of a tenth. Yeah. So it was a very close final. Some very nice parallel bars. And then for high bar, Tian Hao of China got first. And he does some really cool connections. Um, I forgot what the first skill was called, but it's like one of those pirouetting uh, type of skills like on the one arm. And then he does it right into a co-box, which is really cool. Um, and then Okashinosuke got second and Carlos Yulo got third. Play. Yeah. So he came away with quite the haul. And I just really need him to put it all together at Worlds. Please, God. For once. Please. Literally, like, I'm going to start going to, like, Temple to, like, pray for that. And, like, I go literally once a year. Unless there's, like, a bar about it. So, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, when we do the silent prayer, when you're like, hey, God, what's up, bestie? I'll be like, Carlos, you know. Carlos. Okay. Yeah. And, he'll, and God is like, sure, queen. So <laughs> I really think he like did it all. He did he did such a good job at this competition to celebrate Pride Month. Um <laughs> as as um as we all know, one he was once asked, Are you gay? And he said, Do I look like gay? Do I look like gay? I don't think he looks like gay. Um, but I do think that is the funniest thing anyone has yes. ever said. Do I look do, like gay? Do I look like gay? question mark comment down below if you think i look like gay comments a lot of people think i look like gay um because um so many times i've been asked if i'm a lesbian including this one girl um in front of everyone i was in theater with in the um green room while we we're changing it was in theater. yeah and she's like hannah aren't you a lesbian <laughs> i was like oh my god I... <laughs> whoa queen do i look like gay? do i look like like do I look like lesbian? The one time I got correctly I'm identified as bisexual was like, like thank you to my friend, Reese. My, my cousins were just um in Ireland together, and everyone kept asking if they were a lesbian couple. And they were like, "We are siblings." Oh my god! Siblings are dating. Yeah, that's what me and my sister said. Oh my god, we we my family loves siblings are dating. It's it's our favorite <laughs> Instagram account. Oh, and when they misspell siblings as siblongs, that that's <laughs> me that's and, art. Me and Haley are siblongs. We are the longest. I mean, you really, you guys really are the longest siblings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So long. <laughs> siblings are dating. So, um, that was it for men's Asian chance. But now we have women's. So just just a pre. I don't I don't know what word I'm trying to think of. But before we get into it. Japan did not compete on the women's side. They already have a team qualified and they just decided not to send anyone. And I think that's very smart. Like, I think it's good that like not to send their top people, but they do have a decent amount of depth. So I would have liked to see them play with that. But like they probably would have sent um Miyata Shoko, who literally has a fractured heel. Yeah. Who ha yeah. Um the thing about Japan is that they never make smart decisions. Right. I was just gonna say that. So like the fact that it like if they were going to send people would have been like their A team. So this is like the one smart decision they right. could have made. Yeah. Yeah. 
like I would have liked to see like Saimi Akawa yeah like again but like they would never do that or Sugihara Aiko who just yeah mother more at um all Japan event finals my ball but yeah so for all around our savior of China Chuchi Wan won with a 54.932 and I'm trying not to have China brain rot right now. So try my goddamn best. She got a, over a 13 on floor. She did it's crazy. She got 15.233 on bar. She did the 6.7 routine. So that means she connected the in bar full to the downy. And then her 6.9 is when it, when she would connect that to the pack. But before this, like at Asian or at Chinese uh, national, she was doing the 6.5 where she didn't connect any of them. So she's moving up in difficulty. And it was perfect and beautiful, and oh it added 10 years to my life. Um, she missed some connections on beam and ended up missing the final. But yeah, no one really, like, mothered on beam, um, other than Aaliyah Finnegan. Zhang Qingyi. No, I know, but, like, I, but I mean mother, like, score 14. Zhang Qingyi, 14.833. What? How did I miss that? It was beautiful. <laughs> it was, it was, so it was life-changing. Was, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Queen Girl. <laughs> it was incredible. I'm so sorry to um I'm so sorry, Queen. I would never do that to yeah. you, even though I just did. And she also slayed on floor. She also got a 13 plus. Um she was second Crazy. in the all-around with a 53.965. She did, and that's with a fall on bars. That's like yeah, well, guys, okay. I was going to say something, but I'm going to save it for like three minutes later or something. China might be okay. I'm not going to say a single fucking thing because I don't want to jinx don't it. Don't want to jinx it. But um, this is what they did to us last year after Asian Champs, to be fair. We were like, oh my God, they're scoring so well. Like they can medal at Worlds. And then that happened. Yeah. Because um, also um, in 20. 21 as well with um how insane they were scoring like even though it, like it was domestic scoring it was like very good that was one and of then, their, that was like a really strong year and then um yeah. the olympics i don't want to talk about that but it is it does bring some hope in that these this team was a lot of girls who really don't have international experience yeah. and they slayed and they won and it was beautiful yeah and they were all very most like they were there was one fall um, on bars, and I think that was the only fall. Or no, there were there was a fall on floor as well, um, but neither of them counted. Um, but other than that, they were very steady. They like they all hit beam. They all hit beam. They did not say that anyone just crashed their full twisting your chinko because yes. no one was doing a double twisting your chinko, um, which is fine. Which is literally fine on everything else because right who else is scoring 15s on bars and we don't who want to live through that scoring, trauma again who else is scoring high 14s on beat like they have what they need as long as they don't implode but they're trying so that's where we start to have problems but we know they have it in them yeah they have so much potential and then um so Third place in the all around with Shin Yi of Korea. And she slayed as well. I think she made all four event finals too. Oh. Um, but that was a slay. Um, 
Yao Xiaojong did the Rudy in qualifying. She also did in finals. She had a lot of steps on it. But qualifying. her double sisting Yurchenko was like normal. Yeah, she fixed that. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Well, I wish well, she could have fixed it in uh, Tokyo, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. We have Emma Malvuyo. Emma so Mother Buyo. Oh my god, her floor. Her beam is looking pretty good. Her floor is looking good. Um, she she was able to add a lot of difficulty on floor with leaps and turns. Yeah, because like her passes in that double like double tuck, double tuck. Like like they, those are her. Like she didn't really need to do more than that. And like like we were talking about last week like she does have a double layout but it's good that she's not you know competing it because she doesn't want to be medically dead again because famously she was medically dead for almost her entire elite career um yeah so like I I think her composition was very smart and I think um you know being coached by mother Janelle um and the, um, the Grables and BJ has really helped um her with her um I don't know about confidence. I feel like she was always a pretty confident yeah. competitor, but like stability. Yeah, presence, like stability with her, like her skills. Um, yeah, her just I love her gymnastics so much. And I love, I love that floor routine. It's oh my god, so it's so good. good. If God, I I feel bad for everyone that didn't get to see it live. Because it was a beautiful, majestic experience. I oh, it's so good. And like she's one of those girls, like you're like, oh my god, you can dance. Because like a lot of people aren't don't have like good choreo. No one has good choreo in elite, it seems. So like now that like she has good choreo, it's like, okay, everything is put together. Mm-hmm. Speaking of good choreo. Aliyah Finnegan. Guys, local floor routine is going to Worlds. That's crazy. Aliyah is going to Worlds and she has a very good shot at Paris through the all around. Uh, a routine that you kind of chose the floor music for like half the floor music is gonna be a world and that is it's so beautiful and she did so good so I didn't realize her choreo was that good like for a non-UCLA school it's really good choreo it's funny because all the rest of LSU's choreo is is not good yeah um her beam and qualifications or in finals too it was really good. Like she was really solid, really fluid. She really didn't wobble that much. She looked so comfortable up there. Like I was just, she looked like it was just so solid. Yeah. And then she did two vaults as well. She stuck the oh Amelia. So good. That's one of my favorite vaults yeah. in general. It's so I just love like it's just, the simplicity of it. Right. It just always looks so nice. Yeah. And then she also did the um, Yurchenko one and a half, which that is the one that counted for her all around score. Mm-hmm. Her bars. Um, <laughs> Moving on. Interesting. Everyone but, in Philippines decided to have an interesting day on bars. Yeah, though. they they had a rough day on bars. That was not good for the team. But she still qualified the Worlds with that. And so her all around has a lot of potential yeah. if she is able to put a bars routine together. It's very clearly the hardest event to transfer from NCAA to elite because yeah. the requirements are so different. Um, yeah, but really, she... floor is the absolute easiest. Yeah, and it, well, obviously vault, but like floor, like you, if you just <clears throat> just add like elite pass, right? Know? Yeah, like her and Lindsey Brown, they've got time before Worlds to put together a bars routine that like meets the CRs. <laughs> yeah, because that they're both gauge girls too. That is crazy. Anyway, moving on. Um, don't yeah. want to think about Alphonse bald ass head. 
We got Aaliyah Finnegan qualified. <laughs> Tom Farden extended. That's my favorite. It's so good. I forgot about it until Grace Prasad randomly posted it. <laughs> so it really, it's so, so funny. Tom Farden extended. <laughs> I don't even like Tom Farden, but that's my it's favorite. So, it, 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 no, my personal favorite, though, is um, the one I made for when the queen died. <laughs> that should have been on the billboard that billboard in west, west texas, texas. <laughs> i can't believe that is real and not the title of the lana del rey song i thought it was texas <laughs> graphic design shouldn't be a passion <laughs> so then for team results china won as i said before korea in second taiwan in third so they qualified to worlds which i was happy about like I'm sad about Emma, but after losing the Taiwan's Taiwan men's team, I needed. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yes, it. yeah. It was a, definitely a win for Grace. I needed it. But yeah, the Philippines ended in fifth, and uh, Kazakhstan in fourth. So then, uh, the people who went to qualified for Worlds are, um, Rifta Irfan Luthi of India, it says India. What? She's from Indonesia. What? What is going on? Why is this wrong? Wait, who who posted that? This was Olympics.com. They have they have been fucking oh my god. Oh, the, I'm getting into this rant later. Uh, this is a random statement for later, but um Get uh, your countries right. Olympics. Indonesia. In Indonesia. I'm like, I don't remember her being from India. I was like, I don't remember those colors being on her. Um Aaliyah Finnegan, um, Milka Gehani, and um, yeah, Milka Gehani of Sri Lanka, Dildora Aripova from Uzbekistan, Ada, um, love Ada, big fan of Ada um, from Kazakhstan. She was um, our queen who helped stream at Worlds when we didn't have a stream last year. Oh yeah, that was so fun when we didn't have a stream. Mm-hmm. Um, Nadine Joy Nathan from Singapore, and then um, Kylie Kvin, who is competing for the Philippines, also a little 10 here. And then Emma Yap, which I lost which country she's from. I think Singapore. Okay. Singapore! Let's go! Singapore. I know they have a cool is. airport. I have heard they have a really cool airport. Yeah. Shout out to Singapore's airport. It's cool. <laughs> you should be on the marketing campaign for Singapore's airports. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> so then the ball final um, here went much better than on the men's side. And just saying, Zhang Qingying made the vault final. There was a Chinese hashtag girl in the vault do you guys remember when uh guan chan chen made the vault final junior worlds because i do i also remember that that's crazy but anyway um yashio jong won the vault final as she should yeah and like we said earlier her doubles for senior chango is so it's, much what's better. normal her vault her, her vault her block on it is so much better now it's really square and really high yeah so like, and then shuso in second as a retired gymnast does. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna grab my aqua fork because I need to put some my lips because my lips are jacked. 
and Aliyah Finnegan in third. So really, it was just a very beautiful podium for everyone on the gym Yeah, you can't really be mad at that podium. Like, everyone likes everyone on that podium. Yeah. And Except was... for um, an unnamed oomph that said they didn't like Shuso. I know, I, I know they're tuning in. Yeah. So. And then for bars. So our champion was Chu Chi Wan, which was expected. But <laughs> what wasn't expected is that she fell. She got a 14-3-3-3 with a fall, which is the exact same score Shang Chun Song got in Rio with a fall in the team final. And as soon as I saw that score with a fall, I was like, Shang Chun Song, because that's how my brain works. But I didn't want to like bring it up because I feel like trauma trauma but then I was like okay I have to but yeah um so she's sh- so Shang Chun Song for that um and it was like it was deserved <laughs> everything so- else in that routine was absolutely perfect. yeah like every handstand was so controlled and like hit perfectly yeah and then all her releases are perfect and gorgeous she- and like the Van Leeuwen like that she fell on was also gorgeous right until she yeah, just she's what- the bar yeah and then she redid it and it was perfect. oh yeah no it was yeah like and she stuck the dismount like chest up <laughs> yeah like it was yeah it was such a shang song moment um he is which I means really just that i'm going to stay i just didn't think she'd make it this far and just the fact that she's a senior right no, and I winning see, medals yeah. and competing internationally is just so beautiful to me when a chinese junior doesn't especially a junior it, that yeah. we knew about since she was like 11 yeah like I think I've like it's actually been like five years since she became the next big thing for China, and the fact that she actually made it to become the next big thing for China, yeah, is crazy. And Lee's Lee Yunso was second, and Zuo Tong was third. I really like Zuo Tong's routine because she does a true shapash, like a clear hip shapash. Just, and, do you know who also did one? Cheng Song. Like we don't see many of those. No, and I, I really love they're really satisfying. Yeah. I love clear hip skills like that. My favorite um shapash variations are the chow and the uh, shapash. My favorites are my favorite is the horkina. I, I mm. love it. I like no one does it. it I love it so yeah, much. It is cool. Lorette Sharpie. Mama. Mister. Queen of breaking her face. Yeah. And her. Yeah. entire body so then for beam it was beautiful grace's notes are really fun i slay it says slay it says zhang Qingying slay it was so good and she got 14.2 she was a little i think she broke some more connections um then she didn't qualify but it was still so good and then zhang Qingying fell on her front pike, which love that skill. Um, happy she does it, but she fell on it. Um, and still got second. And what's funny is that if she didn't fall on it, she probably still would have got second. Yeah. And then Aaliyah Finnegan was third. So it was just a really beautiful podium it, for yeah. me to China, and then Aaliyah Finnegan. Like that. Yeah. That's a, that's the really all I could ask ever ask for. Um. But yeah, basically everyone fell. Um. <laughs> Yay! Except great. Zhang Qingying and Emma and Aaliyah. But Emma just doesn't have the difficulty on being yet. Yeah. So yeah, so they had their men's vault final moment there. But then floor happened. Um, so Chi Chi Wan had a little bit of a rough 
time, she uh, had an interesting um, landing on her off, out of her memel turn. It was interesting. Um, and then she just had some stumbles on tumbling. Although one thing I need to say about her floor is she has a switchery half and it's like actually good. Like it looks pretty and it's like she hits the ring position. The first ever good switchery right. half. Like it's it actually looks nice, which is crazy. Um, and then Zhang Qingying slayed and won. We have a Chinese Asian champions, Asian championships floor champion guys from China on floor. Isn't that so crazy? That's so crazy. And then um, Emma got second. Emma Mother Buya, which is the highest placement for a Filipino uh, female gymnast ever, which is at, at Asian Champs. I love. Um, and she also wore her Leo that she designed for like the Meet the Bruins. Yes. And it's a nice Leo. I like the one. A lot of times they design ugly ones. <laughs> Hey, not too much on Chloe Lashbrook. That was so ugly. Like, what? I'm a mother booyo. Real. And Shinsu Yi got third. And yeah, she did make every final. So that's a slay. You know, I love, I love Emma's Leo. I love a black Leo. Yeah, Emma was the, first, the highest placing Filipina ever. And then Ali is the first to win multiple medals at the yes. championship. So the hashtag girl. And we're just gonna say it again. The Philippines asked them to compete. The Philippines wanted them to compete. They are not stealing spots from gymnasts, whatever, whatever your stupid discourse is. Right. Philippines wants them there. Every single Filipino gym turnet member is so excited that they're there. Yeah, you don't you're not seeing the Filipino members of the gym turnet going right like being angry right like they're, they're they're so happy they are so happy because there's only this is benefiting the program because this is like josh instagram direct message the philippine yeah. organization <laughs> to call emma Malibu. sorry the noise the noise i made was really jarring um i'm so sorry if anyone heard the noise i made before i left <laughs> i was yeah my my body is not um functioning well today so but yes, yeah, no, it's so, it's so funny that he did that. But yeah, like, no, they contacted Aaliyah and Emma. And it's not like Aaliyah and Emma were like actively searching to go elite again. Because if they would, I feel like they would go to the program that they were already with. Even though, you know, like, I mean, because I, I, I guess Emma definitely had a better experience, you know, being an Olympic alternate and all. But like, I don't know. It seems easier to compete for um, the U.S. if than competing for a country that you don't live in. Seems a lot easier, you know. Yeah, um, and like, you can't just like go and like it, you have to like yeah. It's not you can be like okay, I'm competing for a different country now. You know it. Like, we know Lindsey Brown had to struggle to get that big license. And one of the, like, the, I don't know, one of the white people who was arguing about it was, like, they should have to pay a tax. I'm like, girl, they were asked. They were asked. They were asked. Yeah. Like, it's not like a Kylie Dixon situation where no connection to the country. Because Aaliyah and Emma were Filipino. Like, 
that's their culture you know they are that that's their ethnicity like I don't know what to tell you and then just another point about that that I like want to make is that like in the U.S. I think it might have been Yule or someone who like talked about it but when you are representing a country in a sport that a lot of the time doesn't support you and is like you experience a lot of racism in that country it's not always a like great experience right just have like representing that country in a sport and it feels a lot more fulfilling to represent the country you are act are actually ethnically from yeah and I think another thing is a lot of people from I think a lot of like European countries especially like like they are kind of get like confused as to why um like Americans don't like when they're like oh like like uh where are you from they're like oh like I'm like you know like I'm you know Polish or whatever because like they're connected to that culture because American culture is so varied and not just because it's such a big ass country like people are like I'm American and if they do they're like Brody Malone but like a lot of people are like I'm like the country that like their family is from because America like the U.S. is like a lot of people it came here like like a lot of people's parents are immigrants or grandparents you know so like a lot of people are like I'm American like they'll be like I'm you know I'm I say I'm Jewish because if I were to name every single country that my ancestors were from it's too many because I had to flee a lot but um it was a lot of fleeing um but yeah like it's like Emma Emma's Emma is Filipino. Aaliyah is, I don't know, but obviously Finnegan, I'm assuming Irish, um, and Filipina, like, guess, like, they're going to say that the country that they identify with, like, tying, like, right, their like, own culture to. My dad was born in Taiwan. I always say I'm Taiwanese. Right. Like, like yeah, I'm also half white, but it's, like, so many different types of white. <laughs> it's just, like... Like, there's what? not, like, a huge connection to the other countries, right. to those countries, but, like, I am very ethnically tied to Taiwan. Right. Like a lot of Russian Jewish people will say I'm Russian Jewish because they are so tied to Russia, but they are also like the Russian culture, but they're also Jewish, you know, like, but there's like, I didn't even know, like my, I think my grand, my grandpa's like, I think his parents immigrated here from uh, Lithuania, but they're like, like ethnically Russian, but like I didn't know that other than like literally that like, my grandpa eats borscht and like there's like matryoshka dolls everywhere but like other than that like some people don't feel a tie to their country so like he would say I'm Jewish but a lot of like especially like growing up in like the north suburbs a lot of like um like Soviet immigrants here like from all those countries are like I'm Ukrainian Jewish I'm you know so it's we a lot, a lot of that. Polish yes yes yeah a lot a lot of Polish people in Chicago area and um, then like just going off of what I was saying earlier about like um representing a country that you feel like doesn't support you it's I feel like with being like feeling that connection to your home your ethnic country is regardless of if like if I referred to myself as American even though I'm like very ethnically tied to Taiwan or like if Aaliyah and Emma referred to themselves as American most Americans are never going to see you and treat you as an American there you're always going to be an other even if it's just half like an interesting like little poll me and my cousin like did one time we like would just like did like a poll on like our instagram or snapchat and just like ask your friends do you see us do you see us as white or asian every single person said asian because 
even though like we're only half we're very white passing to all like white people we are different yeah like there's like even with like being Jewish there are people that look like stereotypically Jewish because like that's just like their family's traits and like it's some people that can that are able to like pass as like not Jewish like do have it easier and like I was once told by a friend I was like I didn't know you were Jewish until I got your bat mitzvah invitation because your nose isn't big and I was like okay cool um I don't know what to do with that information but like it's yeah like there are some people that don't have the um ability to pass as something um that is quote-unquote like I guess like desired by like the majority you know and it's also like interesting that even if you don't like project like all the stereotypical like traits of your ethnicity people will project them onto you like yeah my like when I was in elementary school like it was like being like racist against like to Asians or like being very stereotypically like microaggressive was like a very normal thing so like I don't experience it really that much anymore but like when I was little it was a lot more normal people would always like pull their eyes back and be like look my eyes are just like creases they're small and I'm like I have huge eyes my eyes are my biggest facial feature but just because I was Asian they were like your eyes oh are small oh my god <laughs> like I have huge eyes <laughs> whoa okay I mean, luckily, I grew up in a very, very Jewish, like, like, area of my town. And, like, everyone, like, like I feel like half my middle school is Jewish. So, like, the, nobody was, like, go Jews. Go Jews. <laughs> so, like, only, like, one anti-Semitic thing happened. And, like, the, like, she just did not, like, she recently, like, moved to um, the other city that went to my middle school and, like, came, came from a place where, like, no one was Jewish. So, like, she didn't know and also she was like 12 so like it's not the same as like an adult saying that but like it yeah like there's just it's like there's know. a lot that goes into like yeah. feeling what country you feel more connected to not just where you were born because there were so many people well, not like a ton but like enough that it was concerning like are like starting to like be like they're not Filipino enough like you don't yeah. get to make that decision right like like I don't really know how much Romanian I am but I know that like when my grandma and when my aunt like went to the village that like my ancestors lived in in Romania like they felt such a strong tie to it because like that's like their history that's like our like our family's culture that yeah has gotten like pretty lost like as time you know goes on but like that's like that's where my ancestors lived in that like small like village and like kind of like the outskirts of the country I think um but yeah like I don't know I feel like a lot it's just like yeah all the people who are who I have seen that have been like I don't know how I feel about people competing for different countries are not minority people or even part minority yeah and it's just it's something that you don't quite understand unless you experience it and it's not your place to talk right like I will obviously I will never experience it like other right Jews me do. right but like like but we have some yeah, experience yeah. and just even like the fact that we have experienced stuff being very white passing very like americanized and assimilated like it's yeah a different it's different 
yeah like there are like I am a white Jew there are there are non-white like there are non-white Jews there are some Jews that look very like Middle Eastern like you know like dark curly hair you know it's like stuff like that that don't get the same like um I don't know privilege from yeah that's the word thank you privilege that I do because like I I'm I am white duh obviously if anyone has ever seen me and like I don't have like the quote-unquote stereotypical Jewish Jewish features other than I guess my boobs which are big <laughs> but um that's that's uh that's you know neither <laughs> here nor there um but yeah so guess what grace i was taken off of the day of the work that i couldn't work i was scheduled for a day i wasn't able to work and i was like hey bestie take me off the schedule uh so yeah <laughs> anyway hashtag industry, hashtag industry. Um, yeah so hopefully like if you were just kind of like on the fence in that argument and trying to like see things from a different perspective that kind of helps um so yeah like what we just said and also what the filipino members of the gender net are saying right listen like, like listen to them listen to shirai three yeah is that even his ad anymore no it's it, yeah no, Janan, you know. i think sorry in listen my mind you're still, yeah listen, you're to mind. listen to john like listen like dylan yeah like listen just listen to the people that like their opinions like, matter right, like their opinions objectively matter a little more in this situation than like a like random white girl from like germany like who have the perspective yeah sorry yeah i don't know i just it always it's just in yeah. like because white people just love to talk over asians on the gym yeah it's i mean as a, as a white people <laughs> i i'm like please just let, listen to what they're saying like a fellow what fellow white people hi <laughs> listen to what they're saying please because this is not something that like we get to decide because this doesn't you like experience like, it right like come on yeah so that's it for asian champs that's it for elite we do have some SWA news this week so transfer news this one is just really beautiful to the me and Hannah and and Connor community in particular. Michaela Gentry from San Jose State University Mother, is transferring Mother to Christ. the University of Illinois. Um. Yeah. No. This is this. Is um, we can meet her at the Pinros next year and ask her about Mother Kirsch. Oh my God! Just a list of questions about Mother Kirsch. Also, in NCAA news, Mother Kirsch has a cat, and that's really important to the Hannah community. Um. Yeah. Oh no, that was oh I'm so I'm so excited. I can't wait for her to experience <laughs> yeah. the Illinois gymnastic figures. I wonder if she can invite Mother Kirsch. Oh my god, please. Oh my god, Michaela, if you're listening, invite um my Kirsch because please. we love her please. so much. Thank you. Yeah. So that's really beautiful. Yeah. And also Illinois needs people. So yeah. that's also really beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And then the coaching carousel is making its turns. So Molly Korth was promoted to assistant coach Let's go. at University of Georgia. Love Molly Korth. Oh my God. Oh, so much. I love her. I love like that era of Kentucky, like the, the Molly Korth, like Alex, Alex Highland. Yeah. So, those are the days. Those are yeah. the days. It was just me and Grace loving Kentucky and no one else in the I world. Like, guys, to. Alex Highland has such a fun routine. And people are like, okay, moving on. Like, there were so few NCAA watchers on Tumblr, and then 
just us it was, it was just us like to kentucky and denver yeah. <laughs> that, those were like the two that like no one gave a shit about right. on tumblr except for me and grace tumblr is mostly ucla people there's some floor there were some florida people i don't there's not really any yeah. anymore but but the, none of none of them are like ncaa stands though no, they're like no. that they like that's, ucla because that's because like, they're ucla it's like right because uh, tumblr we we love most of us uh, except basically everyone but not hannah we all stand russia and like UCLA really gives like See, the I, Russian I don't excitement. Think do. Like you never know when they're gonna fall. I mean, yes, but I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like UCLA is more China to me. They kind of give just every elite flop. But like they're out of their flop era because mother right. Mother Janelle. Mother Janelle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, love Molly Court. So happy for her um and yeah hopefully it, I I'm excited for Georgia this year I really am their recruits are really good Molly Korth got promoted yeah life is good um and then so Lacey Dagan got hired at Arizona State as yeah. assistant coach um I don't really know much about her um it, I mean coaching wise but obviously ASU needed a really good assistant coach and hopefully she will be that for them um, and I like ASU, um, so I I really hope that they slay even more the next year. I'm not a fan of their colors. Really? I don't. Oh yeah, you don't like yellow. I love yellow. Yeah, I, I love it. yellow. So I don't think those two colors go together. Really? Yellow and red. But it's like it's so classic. I don't like it. Fine. Fine. Color opinions. <laughs> colors. Gymnastics is a sport about colors. I'm wearing a lot of colors today. I am not. I'm colorful. You are. I got green and blue and yellow and pink. I'm wearing like navy-ish, black. You got a fun little like pattern going on. Yeah, it's like tie-dye. I kind of hate it, but they're so comfy. They're so comfortable. Guys, get these uh bay leaf or something shorts on Amazon. Bike shorts. So comfy. Oh my god. Yay. And they have pockets. This shirt is from legitimately like at least seven years ago. Sly. I have no idea where it's from, but it's comfy. This shirt is from Old Navy. Um, yeah, it was like eight bucks or something. Slay. This is probably from like Forever Twenty One or something. Probably. There's a little thing here. Does it say? Oh, it's from Hollister. Yes. I like Hollister. My shorts are from Hollister too. I don't like Hollister's jeans because I don't believe jeans should be stretchy because that is. I like Hollister's jeans because I will only wear things that are stretchy the only jeans that i will wear are from hollister see i as they are stretchy for me it's abercrombie because abercrombie their jeans i mean some i feel are probably stretchy but like the jeans are gonna last longer if they're not stretchy and i I'm, abercrombie's curve sizing is even though abercrombie and hollister are like they own by the same company or whatever like i think their sizing it just makes more sense yeah they have the thing about Hollister is that they have jeans that fit me. Which... Yeah, the thing about Abercrombie is they have jeans that fit me. Um, <laughs> so, and they are tolerable. Um, I still don't wear them most of the time unless I like need to wear jeans somewhere because I hate jeans. I'm like the one person in the world that like loves jeans. Like I just like how they look. Like, I just refused to wear jeans until I was a junior in high school. Like I just, just I would not do it. Like they. Like when I like when I was in like kindergarten, my parents were like, "You have to like wear jeans. Like this is like a nice like event." And I would just cry. I just like jeans are just so classic. Like they go with everything. Just like a nice like 
medium wash it's just like very timeless see i only wore boys um adidas sweatpants until <laughs> i was in eighth grade okay so i refused to wear and then like once the boys sizes stopped fitting me i i started wearing i would wear like loose joggers um and i'd be i, I would love a tolerate that um i refuse i wouldn't i finally would wear leggings I think the end of sophomore year of high school is when I finally accepted leggings. Accepted leggings into your heart. I hate pants. I don't I hate like shorts. Pants. I I wish I could wear pants every single day. I hate Sometimes pants. are just too humid for pants. I don't even like wearing sweatpants. I tolerate sweatpants because they're comfortable, but I just don't like when things touch my legs. And I know that I know I know like why that is. I just I love I love pants. I don't like I don't like showing my legs. I want to them off. Yeah, Grace won. Grace won the tism off in the uh, mother curse chat. <laughs> Somehow Nick didn't. Yeah, I. I don't lying. fucking believe that. Nick, Nick you were lying. lying. You. There's never... no way you scored a thirteen. Or whatever. No, Sam definitely. Sam had the lowest of like all of us. Nick was lying. Nick was one hundred percent lying. Um, me coming was it third or second or whatever it was. No, Connor was third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shouts. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois gang. Illinois gang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So the thing is, I just have ADD, ADHD, and OCD, and a lot of those like overlap with autism. So I, maybe I could have it. You never know. But like, there's a lot of like overlapping stuff, um, in the Venn diagram of uh, those um. Venn diagrams are. Oh my god, I, Kamala Harris talking about Venn diagrams. So one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> she just gets so excited. Oh, she's on so much Zoloft. I bet more than more than I am. My more dog, than I could ever be on. My dog has gabapentin. Gabapentin. We don't give it to him all the time. Just Lily takes more gabapentin than I do. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a fact. And she has the I Lily is large. Yeah, but I like I, not large is like Jack's large, but she's just like a big dog. Right. She's, she's yeah. Skinny. She's a very she's a medium dog. She's skinny. She is skinny because she, she hates her. She needs to eat more. I don't. She just does, she likes Luke's food more than her own. But um, yeah. Like I I'm on gabapentin and I take way less than my dog. Um, it's actually hilarious how like I told my headache specialist that who was the one who prescribed me it. She thought that was really funny. We should put Jack's on gabapentin. We tried to give him doggy like CBD once so oh, that yeah. he would calm down. It made him worse. So this is just THD though. Um, um so yeah. Yeah. We give it to Lily. I don't know if it does anything, but she's she has anxiety and PTSD like 100 percent and she should be on like antidepressants. Jax definitely but, has anxiety, but the He also has an asshole disorder. Yeah, he has asshole. brain damage. I don't know. They said <laughs> the pebbles. Some the groomer, we were talking to the groomer about how he sucks. Um and oh my god. Because he's super nice when he's, like, at the groomer. Mm -hmm. Like, they were like, we don't, like, there's, because we always are like, he bites, be careful. And she's like, he never bites. He's so nice because he's stupid. He only bites, like, when he's, like, calm. Like, when you're petting him, just, like, on the couch laying next to him, he'll just randomly freak out and bite you. Um, But, like, so we were telling the groomer that, and she's like, yeah, last of Ops were really inbred, <laughs> like, when they first started being oh, a breed. <laughs> so that yeah. might be it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like how pugs are so inbred and like all that and like genetically modified or whatever. So like they literally like can't breathe. That's so and like don't don't get pugs, guys. Please don't get pugs. Um They're get, cute, but 
they're at what cost literally at what cost yeah they have a lot of problems yeah it's like with bernie's mountain dogs like when you a lot you really can't get them from a shelter because they're purebred um so like when you get them from breeders like there's probably inbreeding and they have a lot of hip problems and that's why um one of our burners died at age six and a half which is literally crazy yeah other one lived till it was almost 11 yeah that's crazy. 11 yeah 11 is a big dog that that's that's a long time yeah Yeah, but six and a half is such a sweet little baby he was so he was so oh my god my like i guess because i don't even know how close we are in relation but they had a 180 pound burner that is a big ass dog. That is a big dog and lived to like 11. Like he just died a few, like recently. That is a big dog. And I love that. Big I love, dog. I love big dogs. They're so cute. My boss has a big dog, a great Dane. Its name is Grace. Oh. She comes into work sometimes. My cousin's She's bigger than me. Which I didn't know like people could like actually own. Those are really big dogs. They're huge. And they're not a big dog family. Um, are, are you sure about that? I'm 100% sure because they get up for adoption. Oh. Pretty, yeah, like not too long in. Yeah. Um, yay. Uh, but I, I like I like big dogs because they're- I like they're... small dogs. I'm a small dog girl through and through. See, the, the only small dog I think I would ever get is um, an Italian Greyhound because they're so they're weird so looking. Funny. Like they're that's, so that's like, that is so weird. I love that. I need to be able to just pick up my dog and hold it like a baby whenever I want to. See, that's why I love cats. That's mm. why people should love cats. Cats never want to hang out with you. Some do. Luke always wants to hang out with my dad. Where is he? He needs to make his debut. Um, you go, I'll go get him. Okay. I'm going to talk about my dogs. So, um, the one that I pick up and hold like a baby all the time is Mochi, which you guys already know because I post about him all the time. He's a perfect little angel baby. He's a Maltese Yorkie and he's really tiny. He's, he's, I said, I said earlier, he's nine pounds, but he loves to snuggle. He loves to, like, I was, I was holding him just like in my arms, like a baby earlier today. I was just walking around the house with him. And he loved it. And then my other dog, um, yesterday would have been his 14th birthday. R.I.P. King. I love you, Lucky. Miss you. Um, he had the biggest ears in the entire world. He was just a Yorkie, but he was he's a pretty big Yorkie. He was like, when he was like really fat, he was like 17 pounds, I think. But like healthy weight for him would have been like 14. So like he was a pretty big Yorkie for a Yorkie. Um but he's a very good boy. So such a good boy. Um, yeah. And he like, he loved to be held. He loved, like, I just need to pick up my dog whenever I want to. And also I, big dogs are too slobbery. Um, I don't like when like a big dog licks you and then you're, it just like drips on you. I'm a baby. Is he here? He's here because I have oh my God. in my hand. Luke. Luke. Oh, he doesn't like that. Treat. Come here. Treat. Treat, 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 treat. Treat, too. Okay, well, you saw him for a second. Um, but like I was saying, big dogs, like when they lick you and it like drips, it's like you stay wet. Or like, I, I can't do it. Like my little dogs, they love to like kiss you, but their tongues are so small. It's like, it doesn't matter. They're not slobbery. Sometimes Luke gives you a kiss and it's really cute. Yeah, the cat tongues are weird though. They're like sandpaper. Yes. 
I love you, baby boy. Okay, bye, bye Luke. Bye, Lucas. Luke John Wick Skywalker. You can come back in. He's a king. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, he's sticking his leggy out like um. Uh, like Jax does. Oh my god. Yeah, Jax's legs are too long for his body, so he has to sit oh in a straddle anytime he sits like on that. our hardwood floor. Otherwise, he just slides backwards. Hey, Luke is still staring at me. You are... Cr- okay. They just do that. I love him. He likes to chirp when he sees a bird or a squirrel. He's like... <laughs> Maybe that's what we have. There's something new in my attic. Okay. Cool. I haven't heard it yet because I sleep with head, uh earphone earplugs in. Um, we used to have uh, squirrels like living in our walls. We had bats in our for like four years. Oh, my friends have at the lake house, and like we couldn't do anything about it because they're like protected, so yeah. you can't kill them. And like they could get in and out. There were never any dead bats in our attic. I don't go in our attic. No they one goes them. in our attic. Um, we just had like we were like what the heck is in our attic so we had guys go in our attic and they found bad poop but they never found the bats and they like for years like it sounded like they would like scratch on the walls like that's what this is what you would hear all night long and it sounded like they were just gonna scratch right through the ceiling and like land on you yep um it was so annoying and then like they finally just like we just stopped hearing it like a couple like a year or two ago um no we had to get the squirrels like removed like they would be scratching you have to hit the wall um yeah they would because they would like climb this like plant and then like simw squirrels in my walls yep yep exactly exactly no literally whenever i would i say that which is not often i think of that gorgina song it's a good song yeah now there's something else in my attic um we don't know what it is my mom and dad have heard it they said it like makes like chirping noises kind of like that like it's not like a bird chirp but like that like weird sound that you made um i haven't heard it like i said i sleep with earplugs in um but i guess that's something that's there yeah so i don't know maybe we'll have a new pet if you know what type of animal makes those noises other than luke other than luke let me know so then i would know what's in my attic anyway gymnastics there's only one thing left so i don't feel bad oh, about but I, I think i still um, have a rant talking okay. oh yeah you do about like going off topic because there's only one thing left um so kyla bryant is the new assistant coach at arkansas okay time for my rant um anyway no it's whatever love her love her love like the assistant coach at arkansas like kyla and kyla is so beautiful that is nice but why do they need to be in arkansas right But yeah. Anyway. Um, I mean she's gonna slay. Probably. Probably. Enough. I don't know. It's cool that they have Kyla and Kyla. Yeah. But they should try and do better at they gymnastics. They should maybe yeah, do better at uh gymnastics. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Yeah, so hopefully she'll help them do that. Anyway, yeah. you're right. Okay. Um, so I noticed this today when I was walking Lily and I was on TikTok and I saw a TikTok from the official Olympics account, and it was a video of um uh, Michaela Maroney's Gorgina vault from team finals and said Michaela Maroney like silver medal winning on the vault horse or horse vault or whatever from the tw- 2012 Olympics and this is just further confirmation that they are using AI to write this shit because there was that one um caption or whatever a description on YouTube that was like Tong Shijing won a silver medal in the team yeah. final and like 
that she did it famously because I got seventh um but yeah no like this is something like so easy to know because that video is like so famous like that vault is very famous and the vault like it's the vault of all time and like she that was from the team final and she got a gold medal with that the her event final vaults she sat one of them so she got a silver and everyone in the comments was like oh my god how this vault is silver and like it is so easy to not spread misinformation but you were them doing writing it? it with AI makes like, so much sense. Like vault horse, it's just vault. It's just vault or a table. Yeah, no one calls it a horse. Yeah, but like it, like it's like that is one of the easiest things to be like Michaela Maroney's gold medal winning vault from the 2012 team finals, whatever. Like something like that, and like not mislead people. And it's literally it's the official Olympics account that's doing this, official. Like, here, I'll, I'll fucking find it. Like, it pissed me off. Like, I cannot believe, like, guys. The official Olympics account. This is why we need to follow Grace's face for Truly. all information. Because when I'm wrong, I'll tell you. Olympic medal in horse vault, Michaela Maroney. Right. Olympic. This was fire. Y'all ever get an Olympic medal in the horse vault? personally no oh, that it's so good like it's so good but she did that she got a gold with this because it's from team final like in the horse ball in the horse ball yeah like i i just like it literally like Olymp- olympic medal in horse vault michaela maroney like that's that's not like how words work and that's not like how facts work ai either. totally wrote that like that makes that's, so much sense like that makes so much sense i i just i don't i just don't understand why someone couldn't have wrote that themselves like an, or an accurate caption because it's, it's like not six words like come on is it that hard guys maybe it might be for them no it's just like there there is a lot of gymnastics misinformation out there um and that is it that's one yeah. of them it's not the most harmful piece of information it's not fucking jasmine masters being like this girl hurt like almost died because she was racist like about vanessa ferrari which is she wasn't the racist one it was for Lido. but like like there there's a lot of there's worse stuff out there in terms of but like uh, the official but, like olympics this is the account. official olympic this Come is not on. jasmine masters this is the official olympics account okay do better come on guys like really yeah, yeah. i don't know that's, that's my rant that's all we have to say for today we're gonna go get sushi now in honor of hannah's dead cat sushi her name was sushi yeah r.i.p to a legend Mm -hmm. yesterday was i said my um dog my old dogs would have been 14th birthday and it was also the one year anniversary of my cheer tweet so i feel like i just did that in honor of yes oh my god guys my our first like episode of grace's face we talked about the cheer discourse and now it's been a full year that's crazy it was really such a moment in culture yes it really was top cultural moments yeah and like I did not I didn't even tweet it to like start discourse I tweeted it because I saw a video of Aaliyah Finnegan tumbling with Sutton Hodges and the difference was just so funny and like if Katya famous directing Katya likes the like she liked my like this bitch knows she's she's a she's She's always right like her her drag queen last name is Zamalishkova because of the famous gym. I keep on getting calls from random cities in Illinois. People are so obsessed with you. 
I can't get it off. Everyone, see, um, this is why Hannah's on the podcast every week. It's because everyone's just so obsessed with her. And also big. because we both live in Chicago. And you, we, we, we are don't always free on Monday <laughs> afternoon. I think I work on Sunday. Well, yeah, I, I don't. We're always free at the same time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. And also you guys love us. Yeah. Because all of my episodes with Hannah have the most views. Let's go. Take so, that, Kyle. You, you guys are it. enjoying it. So we're going to keep doing it because <laughs> that's what you guys are obsessed with us. That's just how it is. Um, um, so, yeah, make sure to follow the podcast, download this episode, subscribe to the podcast. It's only $2 a month and you get to see us on video. You will get to see Luke. You'll get to see the desk frog it's it's it is a giant frog you'll get to see the colorful shirt i'm wearing and i'll send you a picture of jacks every single day every day maybe occasionally you'll get like a bonus mochi or lucky if um i really want to treat you but two dollars a month guys that's all it costs so that that will um contribute to my pop tart fund and to my um Jordan Bowers say trans rights fund. Oh my God. You I think I have like nine or ten dollars now. So we're like a third of the way there. Eight, oh my god. We're like god. a third of the way there, guys. So keep subscribing and wait, we'll be able to get Jordan Bowers to say trans rights. And we'll be able to to buy me some Pop Tarts that I can put in ice cream. Yum. So yeah, also subscribe to the blog. I hate Grace 2 on YouTube with the number eight and the number two um stream jopping by super m i've listened to it 118 times in the past five days um yeah i don't um follow me on twitter you know i don't have anything else to promote um there's no song that like jopping i can uh, talk about um yeah listen to ethel kane i guess i don't know yeah on the way here I had like a whole queue set up of songs to listen to and then the b-reel went off right before I left so I took the b-reel and then it I guess doing that cleared my queue so it was just dropping on repeat <laughs> for the whole because I got stuck in bumper to bumper traffic too for a while so like 45 minutes to get here was just dropping on repeat which I've been popping I'm not complaining about um so yeah just make sure to keep it we keep it jumping and popping here all night. So keep it jumping keep and jumping popping, popping here all night, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> jumping and popping.